year you 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 Just because I knew you wasn't gonna be ready for it. I was not. I know. Hello, world. <laughs> We're back with another episode of From My Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Rob, and I just want to welcome you to a new experience today. Uh, first of all, thank everyone who is continuing to subscribe, like, and share, and support the podcast. We love ya! Hope you're doing well out there. Hope you're well on your way to meeting your goals for this year. If you have goals set, I'm starting to see a lot of body yadi 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 in the gym posts. Because I see y'all trying to get y'all summer bodies bike. I see it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just glad it's warm enough for me to actually go outside and not freeze my nuts off. So I'll be starting back in my regular routine of flipping my tire and going on my six mile walks um i cannot wait for that because i need to lose about 15 pounds and i'll probably be right where i want to be i'll be slim enough to be healthy and right on the borderline of having to buy new clothes which i don't want to do um anyway if you want to support the show you can shop with one of our affiliates we have retro mimi who sells handheld open source devices so if you like to take your gaming on the go check them out garner's garden they sell natural products hair care skin care oral health care and it is black owned i have their facial cream and uh has me glowing <laughs> also tried their um toothpaste solution they have a powder and they have a liquid and their mouth rinse is just awesomely spectacular i love it check out that link for garner's garden acre gold i just posted a recent video about my second bar of gold which is a five gram bar of gold you can buy gold through them on a subscription based service it is legitimate they will ship it to your house a nice neat discreet packaging and you will have your certified bar of gold do what you want with it save it pass it down melt it down make some jewelry whatever you want to do Great investment, great way to buy a little bit at a time at an affordable price. And last, oh no, not last, black water. <laughs> they sell water that is black. It comes in various flavors. It is delicious and unique. So check out that link for black water. And last but not least, Jot Forms. For those of you who need to collect data ahead of time, whether you own a business and you want to collect client data before they sign up, or if you're a podcaster like me and you need some information on your guests before you have your interview, use Jot Forms. Love them. Been taking care of me for a long time. Shout out to Jot Forms. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I have to introduce somebody who's giving me some spice off of camera. I loved it. It is my fault. I completely accept it, and I don't care. She <laughs> is the co-host with the most who is always vibrating higher, Miss Jessica Fountain. Hello, how are you? Hello, everybody. I am doing well. Thank you for asking. Why are you saying it so forcefully? Because <laughs> this episode, I already know no. we are going there. Maybe you can but, teach me something. Um, You're going to teach me something. I feel it. Likewise. Well, right. let's dig in. So as of late, um, and I don't know about you. I mean, tell me your experience. As of late, I've seen, I guess, what in my mind, from my point of view, I will have to say, an uptick in some negativity. And the reason why, specifically and in particular, in some of the Facebook groups that I'm in, some people have created these groups based off of interest. Maybe it's dating. Maybe it's video games. Maybe it's music. Maybe it's podcasting, whatever. I've kind of started to see an uptick in negativity. And the reason why I noticed it is because I unfollow and block and unfriend and remove and unsubscribe to a lot of negative stuff on purpose because I like to keep my social media positive because I do check it. I do scroll through it. I do spend probably an hour and a half, maybe two hours a day total in a 24-hour period just picking up, putting down, picking up, putting down. So if I'm going to do that, and I'm gonna ingest what I'm looking at. I want things to be positive. So I noticed it because some of the spaces that I usually go to to get the positivity and to see some words of encouragement and to see some cool and interesting things is where I've been noticing it at. 
And I understand that it happens. People gonna people. You know what I'm saying? People gonna speak their mind. People gonna gonna um express themselves. But when I see it in an overwhelming fashion, it makes me question like what is what's really happening with us? Like what's going on within the group? So um it made me bring about some questions because some of the stuff I've seen and I, I sent per her request, which is awesome. Once again, the co-host with the most, she asked for some screenshots. Jessica did about some examples of what I was talking about. And I sent her a few, but I couldn't find the other ones because it was happening throughout the week. So you're in a, if I'm in a group with 10,000 people, the post is going to eventually get pushed down or whatever. So, but, um, they caught my eye and they were on fire for a while. But it made me ask some questions because I see that a lot of the posts are about us, black people, black men, black women, black celebrities, and a lot of it is hypercritical, in my opinion. And y'all know, <laughs> it's funny, I know not a single celebrity, but I empathize, like, yeah, they make money and they're doing well for themselves, but... I feel like people forget that they're people. I think people think once you have tens of millions of dollars, your life is perfect, you're fine, you should have no issues, and you should be this perfect being, when that isn't the case. I truly believe the more money you have, the more problems you probably have too. Because people automatically expect you to be a certain way, they automatically expect more from you, they, they have all these expectations of you without taking the time to think about what it's like to be in your shoes. You know, and I don't know if that's because people like us are work or me, because I, I don't I don't own a beautiful, wonderful business <clears throat> yet. Like somebody I know, Lash and Soul, yes. But um but I'm a nine to fiver. And I know that sometimes being a nine to fiver uh can frustrate you and make you feel a way about other people and it's like, man, you don't think you, you need to you need to do this and you need to do that. Like you could be working like me, but you not and you got these privileges and benefits. It's like Bro, we human. Um, the other thing, and this is a, and I'm going to stop and let you speak on it because I don't know what you've been seeing. I feel like it's part of it is the psychological effects of what we've been through as a people and dealing with this country and the way we've been portrayed in the media and the way we've been turned against each other and turned on, on one another. Um, I think things have come a long way. And I do realize that we are traumatized, we've been attacked, we've been put down, we've been treated less than and are being treated less than. But it doesn't help when we continue to perpetuate it among ourselves. Even when these people aren't in our communities and our tight-knit circles, we still do it to each other. And it's like, at some point, some of more of us have to stop and say, yo, let's pump the brakes, let's not do this. Let's do this. I would like to see more of that than the latter because it's easy for me to sit back and point out everything that's wrong with you and talk trash about you that's easy to do but can i truly uplift you and help you move forward that's going to take the work that's going to take me getting to know you that's going to take me getting to know your business that's going to take me getting to know your brand and truly investing in your success and hopes that you would do the same for me i agree um you look very well-rested today. Did I say that? No, you did not. But thank you, darling. I totally appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where my... These things just come out. I, I, I'm i sorry. Excellent. Um, I am... I do feel well-rested. So that's good. Um, I think... That's a really good point, what you said, just about we have been under such duress for not like recently, just a lifetime. Like mm -hmm. everyone has experienced things, traumatic experiences that has definitely played an impact, I think, in some of these toxicity levels. And it is unfortunate because a lot of things, like to your point, like, it would be great to see that level of support. I know that it exists. I know that it is, um, it, it, it does exist and it is well in certain spaces. Mm -hmm. Um, but overwhelmingly we continue to like 
deal with those traumas. And I think a lot of it comes from not addressing mental health, not addressing like these deeper, not addressing it as a trauma. Like most of, a lot of our people tend to say, I'm good. Oh no, I'm fine, but I'm just saying it. Like those are statements. Mm -hmm. You're not good. You're not just saying. And they identify when you have something that's bothering you. You have something that's a trigger. You have something, you don't like this term, and we talked about it pre-show, but like butthurt. Because we take, we, we get triggered and we feel that the world should treat us a certain way. But instead of addressing it and addressing that true feeling, which you're, it's a valid feeling, you should feel whatever you're going to feel. Like whether you're justified or not, it's still your feeling. And it's coming from your point of view, your vantage point, your experience. So all of those things make up how we how we treat people. And I think a lot of times it's really hard to give that authentic brotherly, sisterly love. I rock with you. I want to see you do great because you haven't allowed yourself that space. So how can I give you that? Because to me, it, at, at that point, it's on reserve because it's uh, uh, um, uh like a commodity or some sort. Like, I cannot give you all of that love because I ain't even security for myself. So therefore, I think that it's rare. It's a rarity. And I need to, like, hold on to it. And that's where we start going into, like, small thinking, shrinking thinking, these, um, these small ideals, I think. And we're not really on an elevated space of there's enough for all of us. There is enough for me to be a millionaire, billionaire, and you to do the same. And it's a matter of work ethic. It's a matter of, you know, believing like a lot of these pieces are internal. And I don't think that we fully express those internal feelings. We don't free ourselves to be authentic because so much of what we have to be according to society and it's all i mean it's a toxic cycle like it's all secular it's scary so to your point like some of the images that you share with me i feel like we we have to really get to it all comes back down to mental health for me it all comes back down to perspective for me because you can choose to see the glasses half full or you can choose to see the glasses half empty. Mm -hmm. And based on your perspective, if you see it as half empty, you're going to naturally respond and say, no, 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 it's almost gone. You can't use it. I need this. Versus if you see it as half full, like it, there is potential there for it to be replenished. Like, and you have overflow and you have enough to share. Oh yeah, girl, I have enough. Here you go. Like right. I only needed a teaspoon of it anyways, and it's half full. I I have more coming. Like we have to shift our thinking, and I don't know. It's unfortunate. I guess we can hop into some of the examples. Um, and so, and this will lead to like one of my first big points. Uh, okay. Whoa! I'm to say where did all my stuff go? Um. I guess I'll go into this one. We're going to talk about Jay-Z a little bit. So I'm in a, I'm in a few singles groups and someone put up a post of like the little meme where a woman's laying in the bed and the guy's laying in the bed and they texting. And, um, the image of the woman, she's texting. Why didn't you tell me you were married with four kids? And the guy texts back, I'm shy. I definitely chuckled when I saw it. Um, but it's like, when you, how can I say this? I get jokes. I'm a jokester. I get it. You know what I'm saying? I get being funny and stuff like that. But it's interesting to me that when you're in a space or in a place to where when I, when I look at your group, when I look at what your group is about, what you say you're trying to do with this group and what the purpose of the group is, and... I see the perpetuation of quote unquote stereotypes or negative things that people do too much. When I see too much of it, 
I expect to see it. Again, we are going to people. We're going to joke. We're going to laugh. We're going to point things out that we've been through. But when you see that more than you start to see what you said this group was about, and then you're an admin, so you're seeing this, or you're doing it yourself, or you're approving it yourself, it's like, what's really happened? Is this what we're going to do? We're just going to keep talking? Are we going to we gonna start perpetuating all the negative stuff? that we do to each other or are we going to have conversations that or more conversations to where we're healing and we're talking about these things and how to help someone navigate when someone's lying to them or being dishonest it's just for me it's when you when i see too much of it and the reason why i don't like seeing too much of it is because people laugh at it right but you laugh at it but you're also internalizing it and subconsciously the laugh hides the fact that this is this might be a real thing but it also hides the fact that when you meet men you have these thoughts in your head so now you're putting up a barrier or barriers that might not even or women for that matter and you're putting up barriers or a barrier that might not even need to be there for that person like that you've you've piled up so many thoughts and feelings about men and women before you actually interact with men and women and then now that is having an impact on your actions and the way you interact with those people um repeat I, that again that last part because it cut out just a smidge i said subconsciously you internalize those things like mm -hmm. the jokes and stuff like that but then you before you know it, it is affecting your behavior towards those people um even right. and this is just me personally I do not like when I meet someone and they know that I'm a Kappa and they, mm, oh, you, oh, I know you, ma'am, you don't know me. Like, right. yeah, I know some of us will be in these streets and, and undergrad people is doing things, but don't box me in with that. I understand that may be your experience, but you just met me. You don't know me. That'd be like me doing that to anybody in any other organization or just assuming you're from since you're from this side of town or since you're from this neighborhood or since you work at this place. And it's just like, whoa, like, let me, let me pump my brakes. Now it's a little different if we both Greek, that's a different thing, but it's just like, that's just a small example. But think about how many times you've seen or heard something that you may not even have personally experienced and you projected it onto someone else. I don't, okay, so I agree with that. I do agree with projections and I do agree with like assuming things in like prematurely. Yes. To the point of the picture where yes. I disagree is because, well, I see it was a moderator. So I'm assuming that's like the group organizer, right? Could be. Yeah. Could be. Someone was appointed as something, yeah. Okay. And then it says, pointing them out. I think that that is healthy uh, because the question says, why didn't you tell me you were married with four kids? And then that is a female texting that image. Yes. The imagery is a female texting. Why didn't you tell me you were married with four kids? And a male saying, I'm shy. And I think that that is, I wouldn't really call that toxicity because to you, it's a trigger because you've probably heard this before, like that, here we go. Like, I, I feel like that's hit on something. However, we knew the, 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 the comment actually, not the comment, but the caption says, point them out. And I think that that is healthy. It wasn't assuming, it was actually a, a question. Why didn't you tell me you had, you were married with four kids? And I feel like, the toxicity lies in the response more so than the than the imagery, and I feel like you were triggered by the imagery. But the the response is I'm shy. That's what's toxic. Like being to respond to things from these person. Oh, I'm shy. I didn't want to let you know. You should very well let somebody know that if you're pursuing them in a relationship, trying to get to know them. Like even if that person chooses to talk to you and deal with you because you're married and you have four kids, allow them the choice. But to me, it's toxic to blame, to, to, to package that under I'm shy, because that has nothing to do with you being shy or not. You are highly bold actually to approach me with four kids and a wife versus disclosing that. Yes. 
So that's what I got out of the as toxic. I mean, I do understand your point that some of these spaces, but I like should be some of these spaces should be like showing imagery that is more positive. But on the flip side, before we heal from any of this and navigate, I feel like if we heal from it, it'll naturally change to positive because you've healed the hurt spot. You're wanting to perpetuate the positive spot. And so you're going to show that. But like we haven't healed from it. So again, hurt people hurt people. People that's going through trauma that's actually dealing with these toxic relationships, these toxic processes, they're going to show that because we're not we're not healing from it. And I feel like to heal from it, you got to really like get down. Why why wouldn't you tell that? Like what because we mute our voices, we don't feel comfortable because you feel like if I tell the whole truth then they're going to leave. Well that that's true and that's how healthy that's called decision making. <laughs> like <laughs> it's for every action there's an opposite uh, equal reaction. Like so if you choose to disclose that information, you have to also be okay with, you cannot manipulate the cards to your advantage. Like you have to be okay with the person saying, yeah, I'm not interested or okay, not what I expected, but I still like you. Yes. That's reality. Like, but to hide it, I feel like we hide a lot of things. We don't disclose things. We, Ooh, uh, I hate that word. What disclose? Oh, you said it again. Disclose and omit. You should. We signed non-disclosure agreements for that reason. Like, why would you? Why do you hate these words? It sounds like you're triggered. <laughs> no, I'm not triggered. Um, I agree with what you're Tell saying. Tell me more. Well, no, I agree with what you're saying. Um, oh. it's about you- for me. I, for me, it's the delivery of the message. It's just not for me. But. You know, for some people, like, it hits you different than it hit me. But that's why we had different people who deliver messages differently. It has a different but impact. I, I want to not... know what about it hit you that way. Like, I guess if we're going to go do it, let's do well, it. Well, the other thing like... I didn't send you a screenshot of is the reactions. Um, okay. Now, that might have had something to do with there was it. No, there, there was not an abundant amount of, of love and likes. There was an abundant amount of laughs. Um which could mean something or couldn't mean something, but no, I'm just saying, so here's the thing I sent you, for me, it's the uptick. It's when you see so much of it. Like when you see 10 or 15 similar posts, but not necessarily like, I appreciate them for putting that, that caption there, like point them out. Or I guess, you know, he was saying, let's talk about this. That's a way of talking about it. But most of the times it's just the image and they don't say anything. They might put an emoji or something like that. Um, but disclosure and omit. No, the reason I don't like those words is because people use those as scapegoats, men and women. Well, you didn't add, like, I know someone who dated someone one time and didn't tell her that he was married because, and he said, because you didn't ask. So that, so that, I know someone who dated someone who was married and she didn't know he was married. And when she found out, she was like, why didn't you tell me you were married? And he said, you didn't ask. Right, but that's toxic. That's omission. Like, you should disclose that. Like, yes. why would you be mad at the word disclose, though? <laughs> Sorry, wait. Maybe it's non-disclosure. No, I think that... I, omit is the word, maybe. Before. Maybe it made me think of omit. Um. Yeah, yeah, I need you to disclose, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like, wrong word, wrong word. Omit people, is my word. I think it's the the people that that like to hide behind that. Like, like you said, you didn't ask. I shouldn't I have that. to ask that. Right. Yo, people <laughs> people kill me with that. I'm not even going to go into that. That's a whole nother... Like, those are things that you should... Like, and, and I say should, but going back to do not make assumptions, when I, like, when... I, I think that it's also very important to learn, like, as you're trying to navigate this space, mm-hmm. in a healthy, balanced world, you should not have to ask someone... Uh, that those questions like why why didn't you tell me you were married because in a healthy world the person that's engaging with you would not be married and would be open and actually in a in an emotional state position to receive you that's in a healthy world but we we recognize we don't live in that world that's like the 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 space we're all trying to navigate to that everybody doesn't live in that world 
And so in my own experience, and I talked about this in a few episodes ago, this guy was pursuing me and he asked me, was I single? And I said, yes, I am. At the time, it was a very short interaction about all of 35, 40, uh, 30, 45 seconds worth of interaction. Mm -hmm. And I was with a client. I was like, here's my information. You know, I am. And I moved on. Mm -hmm. So when he called, I asked him, I was like, I know you asked me, was I single, but are you single? And the only reason in my maturity, I asked that question. I asked that <laughs> question. Like, right. But there was a time when I used to think that this, when going back to my original statement, mm -hmm. I shouldn't have to ask you that. I because I thought that only people that are available engage and ask, are you available? So I assume when you ask me that, that, yeah, this is a healthy space. You, you're free. So yeah. that means that both parties, he responded and said, well, I want to be honest with you. I am, um, I'm, I'm currently married, but we're separated and going through a divorce. And he said, I should be separated by next, next week, Friday. I'm pretty sure that was probably a month and a half, almost two months ago. If I called him, text him right now, I'm pretty sure his divorce is not finalized. But that's BS. That's things that people tell you. Yeah. And we have to realize we're in this vortex of, it's like space. There's yeah. people that are healthy and doing the work. And we're all just floating around in this universe together. And everybody's not in the same planet, in the same space, mental space. Yeah. And it's you have to ask questions that you shouldn't really have to ask if you were talking to someone healthy, but most people ain't healthy and most people ain't mentally stable. And it's unfortunate. And it, I feel like, I, I do feel like these questions are valid questions. And going back to your point of the uptick, we are, that is, that's the reality of people's experiences. I think that going back to even the, the, from my experience, so many people are going through this level of toxicity and so many people, that's their experience. And so they're sharing their experience and it's unfortunate because for you, myself, our listeners, I feel like a this platform is about trying to be your better self, trying to like vibrate higher, trying to like really go to the next level of just your own being. Like, I want to be better. I, I want to be wealthier. Yep. I want to, but that is a different level of space yes. than most of us are operating in, in, in our communities, in our workspaces, in our friendship groups. Like that's why your friends start evolving and changing because as you're moving in, in these elevated ways of thinking and living your life, I feel like not everybody doing that. And it's, it's causing a separation. And in these groups, some people just get stuck on mingle. Let's just mingle. Even though you got a whole person at home, yeah, the first, yeah. the, before the group actually is called, uh, don't say the name of the group. Why? <laughs> It's public. No, no, it's no, no, no. Do not say the name of the group. Okay. I'm not going to say the name of the group, but I'm going to say that the adjective prior to mingle of the group says single mingle ellipsis. So Ooh, single say ellipsis again. Ellipsis. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's single. Yes. That was the key word. Yeah. And no, and people will skip past single and go see, they'll see the first <laughs> yes. adjective and yep. then mingle yep. and they think that they fit the qualifications. No, this group wasn't even for you. Like, yet you still participate and, and it's unfortunate. I think the trauma is, the toxicity is. is in people not doing that mental work, mental health work, self-care work. They don't have people around them. They have people around them that perpetuate more toxicity because yes. there's not, there's no one. Yeah, you go back and forth. If I'm doing something toxic, you'll tell me, hey, I got a challenge for you. This is something I want you to work on. Vice versa. I do it with you. Like, hey, have you considered like, because we both know that iron sharpens iron. We want to be better. We want to be better in the podcast. We want to be better professionally, personally. Like, that's the goal. 
that's the goal with a lot of my other friends. But I have some people that don't care. That's not what they doing. Like, and they're not moving like that. They don't have nobody around them that's going to facilitate that. Mm -hmm. So, so I will give you this. One thing that I see that I love that I also, I guess the since the pandemic I've noticed in these groups, well, hell, I joined in the pandemics, but I love to see, and you got to be careful because you can't let everybody in your business because everyone don't have your best interests at heart. But I do see people also post their scenarios or scenarios where they'll write out, hey, I was talking to this guy or I was talking to this girl and they'll explain what has happened and they'll be honest. That's the other thing we got to do. Like, we can't always play the victim. Like, we have to be honest. Sometimes we say yes when we probably should have said no. Sometimes we knew better and we didn't do better. Sometimes we, we walked away, but we came bike. Like, we, we're all guilty of that. And we have to take we have to take some accountability ourselves as well. Like, you can't help it if someone decides to lie to you or be dishonest. You're fired. Um, and, <laughs> and all of those things. You are correct. Um, and yeah, I'm, and you know, again, these are just my opinions, y'all. Uh, and I don't expect anyone to be perfect and to be one way all the time. I do not, I do not. But it, I guess, cause you, you say I'm triggered that when I see an uptick in negativity in a space with beautiful, wonderful, melanated faces, it does bother me because we have enough negativity already. And it's like, Whoa, like what, what's going on y'all? Let's, let's, let's keep these positive conversations flowing over the negative ones yes we do need to get we do need to you know go in the backyard sometimes and have these conversations you know that's cool but it's like <clears throat> there's there's healthier ways to deal with it and, and and healthier ways to talk about it so that we can we can build it's cool you definitely need to point out problems absolutely we definitely need to address and well not just address but point out problems and highlight them so we can look at them now that there is highlighted and we're looking at it how do we get past this? How do we work on this? How do we break this But that apart? should be in the comments, I think. I think that going to the comments, like, even, I don't know, did you comment on any of this? Some question? of them I did. Okay. Well, I feel um, like that's But they weren't the constructive. Because uh, but, <laughs> huh? They weren't constructive. Um, well, I, that's that's another thing. You can't... <laughs> well, I just, I, I just put my thoughts about the trend that I'm noticing because I mean the comments you're right the comments are important um but there's a lot of comments and it's just like do I really want to sit here for 45 minutes and read through these and then when you read through a few you start to you start to kind of see the same thing sometimes on some of these but some people every now and again you have a couple people that give you about a good two paragraphs and it's like oh I see you I seen your friend request no I'm not but um but you said something about be beautiful faces I think that that's it. I think sometimes we get caught up in this beautiful imagery because we're so beautiful on the outside and we portray these things. But that mentality, you can't fool that when you out of your that's mouth true. comes how you think. <laughs> and Ooh, we're very beautiful people and we have a lot of beauty in, in, in a lot of different areas. I mean, it's endless. Yet, until we correct our mentality, you're going to always get this. And people are still not going to therapy. They're still not wanting to be engaged. They st Going back to, you can't be authentic if you have, if you're holding on to, you cannot, it, it just not doesn't work that way. You cannot show up as your authentic self if you're hiding something. And we laugh because we're scared to show up authentically. It's not because we don't have the thought. It's not because we don't feel that or we think that that's wrong. But to to boldly say, change the narrative, start, like, I feel like start conversations. And sometimes even my, myself, I am not a person that often like groups and stuff because I'm so passionate and I'll go and I want to write a paragraph. But in the end, <laughs> it's exhausting. It's exhausting because I've a few paragraphs. I cannot. I know that my paragraph, like it, it, it might help one person, mm -hmm. but again, I choose to use it on my own platform, just not in comments, because people, where I'm at, I'm at a different level of consciousness. Like I know, 
<laughs> the power of mental health. But if you ain't never like to say therapist, like some people are like, nah, I ain't, nah, that ain't for me. Like some people really okay with living a struggle bus life Oof. and mm-hmm. they, they deem it okay. Like I'm good. And they'll tell themselves I'm good. And why would your life ever change if, if you think that that all of this unhealthiness is good, it's good. Yeah, got it. So, got to acknowledge it. Like, I, y'all, I got some rapid fire questions for you. Continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Load um, up the chopper, shoot. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, country and culture. I have to remember that. Yes, guy. it came out. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Um, <laughs> and these are just some of the things that I I see that. This is this ain't even just the uptick. This is just something I noticed. Um, why do we have to? This is just a question I came up with when I see people, is in particular, talking about when I see people who are successful. And when I say successful, I'm talking about the highly successful. There are success. So let me put it, the the people who are in the spotlight. Like I consider you successful. I, there's people we went to school with. Success. There's a lot of people that are successful, but I'm talking about like celebrity level, super status, super duper millionaire, like uber ultra rare successful people. Right. I wonder why, and this is just basic question: Why do they have to be perfectly successful? Like, you know, as soon as that person gets a traffic ticket, they're a piece of trash. It's just, it's kind of like as soon as they do what? As soon as they get a traffic ticket, they're a piece of trash. It's like people are just waiting for them to fail. And I just But that's the crab and the bear mentality. So this this is so this is why I asked that question. Cause you've even experienced this. You know what I'm saying? Where it's mm-hmm. kinda like you wanted to work and collaborate with people, but it's just like, like mm-hmm. you, why you can't just be happy for me? Like <laughs> like why mm-hmm. like and I've even experienced it. And it's just it's interesting to me that people think you have to be, like no perfect being exists. Any race, nation, culture, creed, no perfect being exists. But I just really noticed that, and I'm just speaking to our people, I noticed that when a successful person makes a mistake, it could be a mistake that we have made ourselves, the way that they are torn down and the way that they are just, I guess social media plays a big role in it because now people have the access to throw these words at you. The way that we discourage and tear them down without even knowing the whole story, uh, without even clicking a link. I've seen people comment on a thread, hundreds of replies, and then I click the link and read the article and I can tell based off of the few answers I read, y'all didn't even read the article. The headline talked about something that happened five years ago and the article is talking about something that happened today that was actually positive because we fall for the clickbait. It's like we want something to be wrong. We don't want to see, and I, I say this all the time, and I, I don't know. It's like we don't like to see people be successful without us. Like, do you need to, in your success, you need to please me too. I feel like we feel like that. And yeah, like you said, it's a crab in the barrel mentality. That, and it's, it's sad. to me, it's really, it's really sad because I know that people are out here doing much more positive then they are negative. And I wish those conversations were highlighted far more than that one thing. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think that all of it stems down to mentality. And even like when you say abundance, a lot of people do not believe in abundance. Oof. Y'all, Jessica talking to y'all today. Y'all listening? (laughs) Like, they just don't. They don't think that there's enough. They think that there is a ration on the money that you can make. So, because, and going back to from people's experiences, there is a ration on your job. It might be a cap in what they'll pay you, like, per the state, per per whatever. That is a, a limit. That doesn't mean that you cannot still do the same thing and make more, though. Like, you might just need to be in a different state or you might need to be a uh, create your own. Like, I think that a lot of times we put these, we pro- what's been projected to us, then it caps your mind and it we only see it one way. Like, the only way you can start, maybe only people you know that have a business, their parents lend it in the money. 
and your you don't your parents don't have any money, but you assume that that's the only way I can have my own. Mm-hmm. I don't have nobody's here to give it to me. That's all you're gonna see it as instead of all the opportunities until you're exposed to like greater and like knowing that it's possible, seeing it done, like be surrounding yourself, like listen to videos, looking at other people's experiences, learning from that. Mm-hmm. You gotta get out your own head, your own experience. Like because th- if you stay in just your own experience, yes. You will not you will not fully grow. I don't think any of us, if we only stayed in what we personally have experienced, there is a, a drastic deficit to your personal growth. Because just seeing Michael Jordan play basketball on television, one, you could choose to say, I want to be like Michael Jordan and play basketball on television. Mm-hmm. I want to go to a game. <laughs> and yeah. see, like it exposes you just just to see things from other people's experience shows you that it can be done. I can achieve it. I can experience it myself. Like, oh, I want to do that. That's that looks like a lot of fun. I would like to do that. Even if you like, I just think seeing it breaks something up. And for a lot of us, we choose to see it and then hate. Like, because you think that it only goes in that one lane instead of there can be a thousand lanes that lead to the same place, Close a million eyes. lanes that lead to the same place. In that space, I don't know, mentality is so important. And that's why I'm always, a lot of times I get, you're such an overthinker and that you think it too much, you think it too deep. And sometimes that's valid. I, I tend to go deeper and deeper and deeper in my thought. Um, and sometimes it's not necessary, which is my personal like Same. challenge. However, a lot of times I'm going deep because I just want to be better and I want to be a better person. I want I want my purpose to be fulfilled and I don't want to like waste it with BS. Like if I need to scrap something, I want to scrap it. Like I, I'm always trying to like, see a little bit clearer and I don't know I don't think if you are if going back to crab in a barrel mentality if you the crab on the bottom you can choose to see it like, like they're getting out before me and pull them down or you're like dang how they do that oh I see what they did they used this person and they got that help and then like and you can strategize and get out of the bucket too you just hit the you just hit the <laughs> but, on the head Yep. Yeah, like there's two options and it's all about how your mentality looks like even when we talk about travel um, and investing, like what that looks like. If you never, there's certain spaces in our life that we want to migrate to, but we have no earthly idea how to get there. And so you just have to start like eating, following the breadcrumbs on it, but not stealing people's bread right. <laughs> like this is different There's you follow difference. the bread from you get to the bread yes. but you don't ha- i don't have to go now and steal your loaf to secure bread yes like yeah. it doesn't make sense to me a couple of things and this is me in, cl- in closing here uh, okay. One of the things I've been seeing, and it's funny because I've been listening and watching and paying attention on a different level since the pandemic. I honestly feel like someone is, I feel like Jay-Z is about to make a move somewhere or do something important because I've been seeing a lot of, Jay, especially over the last two or three weeks, I've been seeing a lot of Jay-Z slander, a lot. And I feel like someone is trying to, someone really has like a smear campaign out for this guy. Again, I'm not super duper Jay-Z fan guy. Do I have a few songs on my playlist? Yes. But I I don't, I don't get it. Like people, you know, like you said, crab in the barrel, like there's a article, uh, that we read about DJ academics saying, um, Jay-Z uses the term black owned as a bait and switch tactic. I've also seen people say a couple people say master P is who y'all think Jay-Z is. Um, another post where someone says uh jay-z could sell y'all into slavery and niggas would still explain how it's a sound business move uh 
if you have not dealt in business or moved in business, um, had to live off of doing what you need to do and brokering deals while balancing life and a family, I'm just going to say this. This may be wrong. You're probably not even qualified to comment. So I'm going to give y'all just a scenario because I posted this and people were like, damn, I didn't think about that. You know, celebrities owning black-owned business and ownership. With ownership comes responsibility. Um, so I'm going to use this scenario. Jay-Z. And with ownership comes freedom. Continue. Yes. So Jay-Z is married to Beyonce, one of the most popular women in the world who also has a career. And they have three children together. Now, in owning a business and being part of a brand, you have the day-to-day -day operations. Um, you have, you know uh appearances that need to be made and things of that nature you're attached to this brand and these are things you have to deal with on a however often basis daily monthly weekly whatever but you also have a family at home that needs you there physically mentally financially things of that nature so when you get so much on your plate there there comes a time there's a there's a dual there's two things i'm telling y'all here there comes a time where you have to look and say all right i'm doing too much how can I pull back? I've seen people do this. I've seen people pull back and shift things and take things off of their plate or get rid of things or move things for the sake of, I need to take care of my family or I'm not spending enough time over here. This is more important. That's one. Number two, guys, building up a brand and bringing it to a, a certain level of success and then selling it for a profit is a business in itself. People do it all of the time everyone is not in it to buy a business and pass it down to 15 different generations i'm pretty sure he has plenty of things like that like his music that he's going to pass down and things that he that will stay black owned that he passes down but to put the pressure on anyone and not just outside of jay-z Jay to put the pressure on anyone to say hey every business you become a part of and you take ownership in you need to keep forever you need to make sure that it stays black forever like you know how hard it is to vet someone. Number one, you gotta vet someone who, if you want to do that, you gotta you have to eliminate business relationships. You can't work with you can't work with Paul, Simon, Akbar, and Mahid on putting help and build this brand. But every time you sell and the business wants to get to the next level, you won't even let them in the room. Yes, they do that to us. I know. But if you want to let them in the room, they're going to stop doing business with you. Now you got to solely depend on the black community. Are we truly ready to support each other business-wise like we say we are? No, that's just the fact. We're not there yet. We don't we don't spend the majority of our money with each other. We don't. But and I want okay, sorry. <laughs> no, I was going to let you, oh, no, I was listening. Go. Oh, okay. Um and I said freedom because a lot of times we talk about to understand, I don't think a lot of, uh, many of us, and myself included, like I own a business. Mm -hmm. That's like my only thing that I own currently. Mm -hmm. Like own. I mean, I have stopped, but I'm talking about own. Yes. <laughs> and uh, some people have a house, like mm -hmm. it's, like it bland. But the whole thing, when you when you own anything, it's yours, and you have the freedom to do with it as you please. Yes. And that's we're trying to get, become financially free, mm -hmm. emotionally free, uh, spiritually free, sexually free to be whatever it is. I have the I take ownership of this, mm -hmm. and I think going to your point in businesses. When you sell, the whole point of doing business is to business period is to make money. Like yes. if your business goal is not to make money, then you are a nonprofit and that's not a business. <laughs> like <laughs> business equates an exchange of something for valuable resource, which is money going mm -hmm. down to it. So like we, when you're, when you get to a certain point, even if, we not to take away your point of like it might be a family issue but of value it's yeah. the same reason why when we are participating in the stock market and you buy something uh uh a uh, stock that was a dollar when you bought it but now it's it could be bitcoin and sixty thousand dollars later 
oh yeah you sell it like and maybe maybe you don't right now but whatever if you need if you are going bankrupt in your life and you Mm -hmm. bought it for a dollar and this sixty thousand dollars could virtually reposition you completely with you have new education of how to uh grow your life or whatever you're in a position to it's valuable enough i need to sell it this resource now has done so like we have to get out of the yes the the mind frame that we can't sell like you sell a house you don't need it you bought the house when your kids were small and now you're retired it's a five bedroom house you downsize it has nothing it's just doesn't the resource now doesn't fit where my life is now when i made this decision i was in a different position now i want to transition going to your point to more freedom but you have the freedom to choose how you want your life to flow. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want a business anymore, you have every right to sell that business. And I know we personally get invested in it because we now, as black people, we tend to take ownership of things that are not ours. Mm-hmm. That's like faux ownership. Mm-hmm. I don't own title. <laughs> right. I might be emotionally invested in title, mm-hmm. but again, I got to get unbutted hurt because that ain't mine. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> that ain't mine. I know you hate the word. <laughs> you read my mind too. You're actually scaring me a little bit. Because like, I got to get out of my feelings a little bit. I'm just hurt because I, I like title and I wanted us to have something. Okay, but that's my feelings about it. At the end of the day, I'm not cutting any checks except for the $9.99 that I pay a month for title. And I'm still paying that because I still get the service. Like, and if I no longer, and again, to our point, <laughs> I feel like we're rambling, but talking about it a lot. If I decide at $9.99 to, this is not working for me, guess what? I unsubscribe and I just sold my piece of ownership out of the property. But we can see it on those levels when we unsubscribe to memberships and subscriptions because that's, we're on a $9.99 basis. But when you're talking about companies, uh, Steve Jobs sold Pixar for $1.3 billion to Disney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can have it. <laughs> yeah. You have no problem with that deal. Or uh, the Huffington Post, she sold it uh, for 300 and something million dollars. Like we have to go beyond. We're not in. I'm not in that bucket. I can't even. T- I don't even know what what that deal looks like. I haven't seen it yet. I, I don't. My mind right now is not there. Like I am very much conditioning my mind to think these numbers. To think. To to. I want my mind to be conditioned to not be shocked by three hundred million dollars. Why should I be shocked? Why I have. I have billions of resources within me. So why am I shocked with 300 million? I know who I am. I know what I have. I know my skill set. So I should not, my mind should not be blown by that. And if it is blown, that means I'm not ready for the blessing. And so I got to condition myself to think, dang, how did Jay-Z make that deal? What did, what does it take to make the deal? How did you, uh, what was your proposal for the deal? That's where I should be conditioning my mind to think instead of he sold it. I'm gonna make you laugh to your point. You're really, you're like the other half of my brain. Sometimes it's crazy. You said everything else that I was going to say. And here, this is why reading is fundamental, ladies and gentlemen. So listen to the deal square, the mobile payments firm run by Jack Dorsey you know, Square Card Readers, Twitter's Mm -hmm. co-founder has acquired a majority stake in Jay-Z's title audio and video music streaming service in a $297 million deal. Under the terms of the deal, titles superstar co-owners who include Beyonce, his wife, Mm -hmm. Madonna and Rihanna, one of his artists, Mm -hmm. well, used to be one of his artists, will retain their stakes and become the second largest shareholders. Jay-Z would join the Square's board of directors. So I've shifted. He bought into Tidal with other artists for $56 million in 2015. And then you sold it for $297 million. 
dollars. And yeah. still have influence. And still, I'm on the board of directors. This is called pivoting. This is called shifting. Here's the other thing people don't think about. Black owned, black owned. I love it. It's beautiful. What happens when and if that bubble pops? Do you do you want that responsibility anymore? You know what I'm saying? Like you said, the freedom. I have the freedom. This $56 million investment is now worth $297 million. How many times is that? I'm, I suck at math. Almost six times. Almost, yeah. I'm five or six times more. Yeah, almost six, actually. Almost yeah. six times more than I invested six years ago. Do I keep this black? So that means each year I... you were 100%. <laughs> you were going, you were doubling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, ownership changes hands over time, ladies and gentlemen. Feel the way you want to feel. These yeah. are just my thoughts and my opinion. My thing is this, before you... Jump out the window, get all the facts. He's still there. He's still involved. It's not like, and if, even if he wanted to, it's not like he sold and said, all right, fuck it. Y'all got it now. We out. But there's a lot of companies that do this. And, all the time. and the thing is, we need to celebrate the people that can do it mm -hmm. because we celebrate it in other cultures, like with the, the <laughs> Disney Pixar deal. Like, yeah. Carol's daughter did it and they they called her a sellout. Like the point business is like real estate. It is. <laughs> you don't get mad when somebody sells their house in Cancun for X amount of million. Like you, there's different types of real estate. Mm -hmm. You have intellectual, like a domain name is real estate. You can yep. sell that. They sell it on Namecheap for 888. Somebody if if it's a a really amazing concept they'll sell that back to you for thousands of dollars hundreds of dollars i actually paid 150 for a domain name to get my name i can't get my name but not, i mean my name's so common i'm pretty sure it's gone i'm gonna look now but i'm pretty you didn't sure. check it it's gonna be gone now because you know what anybody smart listening to this well, they won't. You're already it's too late. <laughs> too late. You know what? You just said something, and I want to make this clear. You can sell that. Is the mm -hmm. point? You would. You could sell that for eight. And and yeah. we do it all the time. But it's like we get emotionally invested, and that and that comes from not having proper emotional boundaries, which is a mental health issue. Because you're emotionally invested in title. And feel like because you're black, you need to like do it for us. Mm -hmm. How about you do it for yourself? I'm just saying. And, and, and I'm just gonna drive this last point home. Um, two things, not nah, one thing. I'm gonna leave it to one. Uh, we are not saying that having black-owned businesses and owning black businesses is not important, not cool. Yes, do that, but. If Jay-Z is using the term black-owned, owned is past tense, um, <laughs> uh, could also be used as present tense, it didn't say forever. Like, I can tell y'all, Hunt doesn't research black-owned businesses that have shifted hands. Um, also, I know people are like, oh, keep the business black. Put yourself in Jay-Z's shoes. Let's say you have someone black who wants to buy it from you but they can only offer you 140 million versus that 297 million. What you gonna do? Be honest with yourself. This is a hypothetical question. You know what I'm saying? We, and one thing we, we, we are working towards is putting ourselves in positions so that we can get those deals and snatch these deals up. And we are behind the curve and that's not our fault, but we are behind the curve on putting ourselves in positions so that we can, when someone does wanna transfer out or move or shift, we need to make sure that we're doing what we need to do and fighting to get into these rooms so that I'm in the conversation. So that when you're thinking of selling, call me, Jay-Z. You know what I'm saying? But we don't know that that didn't happen either. You know what I'm saying? So I'll just say this at the end of the day. Y'all, one, do your research. Stop stop just reading headlines. Do your research. He's still heavily involved. His wife is still heavily involved. It's not majority ownership, but it is still ownership. Like, the artists have the second largest slice of the company. I'm on the board of directors of Square now. 
Um, and there's other things that he's working on. So keep that same energy with the positive things that he's doing. I haven't seen as many people sharing about the apps and things and creatives he's working with to help out black, um, what is it? Black owned restaurants. There's an app. I think it's out. Uh, I think him and Diddy were working on an app for help you find black owned restaurants. There's a lot of other things, but let's stop shading and making some of the people who they say for themselves champion for us. Some people claim them as their champions. Some people don't. That's fine. Rock with who you rock with. But like just beating the crap out of somebody over a headline versus actually digging deeper and doing some research. Like, come on. And then the other thing is this. Call him shady. Say he has crappy business practices. Are you perfect yourself? Probably not. Highly doubt it. So I try not to speak on situations without doing my due diligence, without doing my research and saying to myself, if I was in that person's position, what would I truly actually do? You, you won't know because I don't know what it's like to have a million dollars. But if I did, I'm pretty sure my mentality would be a little bit different. That's just me. That's just my last two cents. Um, we love y'all and we love to be able to have these conversations. I love these conversations with Jessica because she gives me another side of things. Sometimes we're on the same page. Sometimes we're on a different page, but we always end up meeting in the same chapter. Amen. <laughs> I agree. I, I enjoy that. myself. Yes. Yeah, so you got anything else for the wonderful people? Uh, no, I think I'm good. This was a good conversation. I hope that you guys enjoyed it and I hope it challenges your thoughts to really try to elevate why, like trying to see why we don't, we're not there. Like you don't have to be in the same space. You might really just disagree and that's okay to disagree, yeah. but it's also okay to think broader. Like instead of like going straight to I to I disagree, like understanding the scope of it and what does this fall under? Let me zoom out just a bit and then ask myself, do I agree or do I disagree? You agreeing with something or disagreeing with something does not automate, automatically make that thing right or wrong. And you right. understanding something does not necessarily, does not mean you agree with it either. I need y'all to rewind that back and listen to it again. Because there's people who do things that I don't agree with and I think are wrong, but I understand why they did it. I could understand why Jay-Z did this deal. That's a fuck ton of money. That's a huge flip. And I can still be involved and have a voice and a say-so on the board of directors. Yeah. So let me remove some of my uh, my financial risk and, re and retain my position. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. That's just my two cents. But um, we love y'all. We hope you're taking care of yourselves for sure. This year is blazing by. Oh, my gosh. We're in the middle of March already. Going into Q2. Listen, um, this is another message. I, I see the jokes about the stimulus checks, man. I see them. I've laughed at a few of them. I posted on my page, and I said, look. Listen, for some of us, this is the third time you're getting this money. I'm just encouraging you to do something responsible that's going to help you in the long run. Some of y'all going to blow it. Some of y'all going to save it. Some of y'all going to invest it. Um, just do something responsible. Maybe pay off a little bill. Maybe buy some stocks. Maybe sign up for that class you haven't signed up for. Maybe get some work done on your car. Just do something responsible. Start that savings account. Start that Roth IRA. I'm just encouraging you. If you're, if you're in the position to do so, I know some of y'all really needed that money. Really need that money. So um, if you're taking care of family and things like that, cool. But also just want to just reiterate that, man. You know, there's not often a time in your life where you can just get a, hey, here you go, right when you need it. And it's like, hmm, what should I really do with this to set myself up for success in the future? This is coming from someone who's fucked up a lot of money. Um, <clears throat> and with that being said, y'all already know where you can find us, FME underscore podcast on Instagram, from my experience podcast on Facebook. We have a group. We have a page. Shout out to the people who are inviting people to the group. We're trying to push for a thousand members. I want a thousand members by the end of the month. We're at 830. So I'm pushing. So please join the Facebook group from my experience podcast. Those of you listening, 
please invite. We have more than enough people at 830 people. If everyone just takes a minute, just invite two people to the page, the goal will probably be met. Invite five people. At least one of them probably going to accept if mm -hmm. they really like you. If they like you. Some people don't like you, but that's okay. Uh oh don't do it. <laughs> but I'm rambling. But uh, And thank you, Jessica. I needed your energy today. I like refreshed and highly vibrating Jessica. I like all Jessicas, but I like this one. I got, a, I got a crush on this Jessica. Um, so look thank at you, you. cheesing. <laughs> yeah, just listen. That's another thing. Work together. You don't have to get everything out the mud. You don't have to bust your ass and be self-made all the time. There are people out there that are willing to work with you and help you that's on the same page. Jessica is a big example of that. Um, so keep an open mind, keep an open heart and let people help you. Some people do have your best interests at heart. Some people do like working with you. Some people do hear you out and hear what you have to say. And that same person that they really love you and deal with you, they're going to hold your behind accountable because she holds me accountable all the time. I've not used my calendar this much since I've sold real estate. Okay. <laughs> but I appreciate it because it's helped me move forward. It's moved, it's changed my, my thinking. It's changed some of my business moves. I bought a domain working on the website, um, taking on more opportunities linked to the podcast because I have someone who gets it and understands it. And I'm watching her move and she watching me move. And I'm like, all right, I got to keep up. Not necessarily as competition, but it's like, this is what we supposed to be doing. That's why we here. So let me do what I'm supposed to do. So I just wanted to give you that special shout out. So don't Thank feel like you, you got to do everything by yourself, y'all, for real, for real, for real. Why are you going to get on the struggle bus when the Lamborghini sitting right there? Yeah. Don't get on the struggle bus. Get on the jet. But anyway. Until next time, take care of yourself physically, mentally, financially, and spiritually. And we will see y'all next time. Peace. Peace.